Come on, let's go. It's time to get on this holy wagon. What's up? This is Talks of Tilly. Season 2, back, revamped, ready to rock and roll in this new season. I'm your host, Cody Tilly. I'm so pumped you're with us today. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, whoever told you about us, or whatever got you this podcast, we're just glad to have you. Whether you hear something you've been through, or maybe even you're going through, I pray that you receive a blessing, and it's not me speaking, but God just speaking through me. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise you need today, or you needed it months ago. As we get ready to get this holy wagon on the road, I hope your hearts and minds are opened. So with all that being said, I've got one question left. Are you sure you're ready for this? Because this is Talks with Tilly. What's up, my people? Hey, I'm so glad you're back with me this week. I know last week we took a skip week and uh, just kind of took a break. I was at, I've actually been on the road traveling some. And uh, before we even get started, though, I do want to send out my prayers and condolences. Um, this last week, the University of Tennessee at Martin and the High School Tennessee Rodeo family uh, lost a dear friend. Um, she was a friend of mine back from high school. And uh, I just, man, I send my thoughts and my prayers with everybody that has been affected by this that knew Ashley. Um, she, she was a pretty awesome person. And, uh, you know, we don't always understand why things happen, but we just got to trust God, God in the middle of this. But, but I'm so glad to tell you all that, you know, right now I'm in Florida and I am getting to sit here with a guy who really helped give him give me my start in ministry. Um, him and his wife brought me in when I was just a, a real young kid. I think I was 20 at the time and literally just kind of helped and guided me through learning how to run a youth program. They didn't throw me in there with the snakes. They just said, hey, look, come like I mean, they let me into like let me live with them just took me under their wing and you know i consider them family uh it's mr billy and miss jenny keith and they are awesome they are the mr billy is the pastor at rafter cross cowboy church here in williston florida and miss jenny is the principal at riverside christian school out in i believe it's trenton isn't it um in trenton florida but Mr. Oh, I I can't call you Mr. Bill. I no, call you Poppy. I like how, even even though we're on the podcast, I can't call you that. But so Poppy, how how you been doing? Like I I know there's been a, a few things going on here recently. Um, you, your health has gotten a lot better. You you had a little scare there for a minute, but man, just how, how things been going? Things are going good, Tilly. Good good. I'm just glad to be alive and uh, just trying to live it day by day. That's right. Hey, so he, so for those of you, some of y'all out there deal with this now, and I didn't realize it's kind of become a bigger thing, but Mr. Billy is gluten-free, um, and he figured this out just recently. He was really struggling kind of a little bit with his health, and it was just, you know, you were feeling horrible, yeah. and um, and you they come to find out that it was all the gluten, right? That's right. They, they run some blood tests. To, they ran 
pile of tests. They checked everything in me and everything was fine and they finally run a blood test and come to find out I got an allergy to gluten. So. Well, see, so some of y'all out there that are dealing with the same thing, you're not alone. There's other there, there's other guys out there that that are dealing with the same thing, and um, man, but man, I'm I'm so good. And, and the whole the whole reason I bring this up is, I think I, the whole year that I was down here, you cooked for me like twice. But yet when I come back, he cooked for me twice in the same day, and using some of this gluten free stuff like this, some of this um, flour and some of these other things that he can eat that you know. Uh, that don't have gluten in them, and man, it was it was pretty good. Like I will say that. Like I mean, I, one I didn't realize you could cook that well, just because I guess I didn't get it all that much. Uh, Miss Jenny was, was always cooking, but man, the the gluten free stuff's not that bad. No, they, they got some decent stuff out there. Uh, it ain't like I can't eat. I mean, you can eat meat and vegetables and potatoes. I guess that's really all you need. But no, well, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I have to cook for myself now. I can't stop at any burger joint I want to anymore, or Whataburger or anything, and get what I used to like. I have to kind of watch what I eat. Well, it's I do the cooking. It's it's improved your cooking. I I I I, I will say it was it was good. But y'all, um, so I said. Poppy is the pastor of Raptor Cross Cowboy Church, and he is one of those guys that I like. When I'm really, when I'm really looking at something, or I, that I'm, you know, might be having a question about scripture, uh, I, you know, sometimes I'll give him a call and we'll just talk about stuff and we'll, we'll look at it. And you never, um, it's always good to have people like that in your life. And and we were when I got down here the other day, he was telling me about something he's been studying, and and I kind of want to go into it because I thought it was really cool, and it's something because we're moving into this Christmas season of where um, where we look at Jesus' birth and a lot of things that really had to lead up to that in the foretelling of this. And um, you know, I'm gonna kind of turn it over to to um, Bill for a second and just let him roll with it. And he was just looking at a certain part, but it, he was really talking about part though, and what and what was it, it was. Uh, it was in Luke, but it really was talking about Zechariah and um, a few things like that. So what, what did God kind of put in your heart when it came to this deal? Well, I always try to, you know, do something Christmassy in my sermons, you know, for this time of year. And uh, I always like to start there at the beginning and tell, you know, about the angels coming to um, Elizabeth and Mary and all that. And then lead right up into Christmas, you know, because we have a Christmas Eve service. And then we, of course, do the Christmas normal Christmas scripture right, you know, right. about the birth of Jesus with the kids and, you know I just last week or the week before I had to preach at another church last week but the week before I started in the first chapter of Luke you know there was 400 years of silence between the Old Testament and New Testament you know and you know I, I studied deep onto that you know what was going on during that silence and then you know I found out right there in the first chapter of Luke, even though Matthew's the first of the Gospels. Right. Luke is kind of where God steps back into the picture and he talks to Zechariah through the angel, you know, and tells them that they're going to have a child, which of course would be John the Baptist. He was going to be the forerunner of Jesus, you know, and um, and uh, <laughs> of course, uh, I'm, I'm sure Zechariah was thinking to himself, you know, at the time, you know how, how's this? How in the world is this gonna happen? You know, because my wife can't have children, and 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 we're both old. Yeah, I, I, that's something. That's something you can attest to, ain't it? Yeah, I can attest to that. Uh, God's got a sense of humor. I know that. Um, yeah, me and my wife weren't supposed to have children at all, and we had a daughter, and she's nineteen now. And then when we were in our forties. 
God said, hey, let's give them another one. So I got a five-year-old now. So. <laughs> one of those things, God just doing his thing. Yep, he's doing his thing. But, uh, of course, Zachariah, there was a lot of doubt in his life at that point, and, and the angel sensed that, and, and God silenced Zachariah. He silenced that doubt, I believe, you know, and, and it says he didn't ever speak again until after the baby was born. When right. he pronounced the baby's name, he had to write it on a tablet. He wrote John, and he got his voice back. But anyway, so I, I, I went through that, preached a message on that. And then I, I was going to preach a message this week on, on when the angel came to Mary. But since Tilly's preaching for me this week, hey, that, that's what I'm here for. I, I, I can't I can't show up and not you know pre- preach at the old place where I got my start at least a little bit you yeah know? well I like people to hear about you and what's going on in your life too so well I appreciate that you gonna give me the pulpit I'm not a pulpit hog hey no. I, I appreciate it give 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 the little people a chance yeah, to speak I'll give the little guy a chance so. <laughs> but anyway uh, I was studying on Mary when the angel Gabriel came to her you know and and, and he dropped that bombshell on her as well you know said that, that uh, she was going to conceive a son and his name was going to be Jesus you know and I'm thinking whoa you know I can imagine what she was thinking man that not only is this angel startled her with this news but she's a virgin right you know and and she and she asked the angel how can this happen you know she was she wasn't doubting I don't think like Zechariah was I think she was just stating obvious facts well, I mean, she probably had the birds and the bees in the back of her mind she's like I mean yeah that's that's impossible you know, right, right, one, yeah. Two make three. You know, yeah, exactly. Right, you know. I'm trying to be nice here, but you know what I mean. Ah, well, but, I guarantee you. <laughs> but, but she said, "How can this happen? I'm a virgin." You know, and of course, Angel explained to her how it happened. The power of the Most High would come upon her, and right, know, this is how this baby, the one that would be called Jesus, would come into existence. Right. You know, and I thought about, man, what, what, a tremendous. A tremendous opportunity to not only be the mother of Jesus Christ, but what a tremendous pressure that was had to be. Right. There, you know, because I mean, during that day, a single girl turn up pregnant, it wasn't good for them. Right. I mean, they, they could literally be exiled. Like, I mean, they, I mean, yeah. from from their family, from like, I mean, they were considered they disowned. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Outcast. And the, you know, you I, I think you bring up a really good point right there um, that. That she had all this pressure on her, but yet it was still going to be a blessing. Yeah. Um, she may have not realized it at that time, but you know that like, and I, I think that's something that you know we deal with in, in our everyday lives is like we have a lot of pressure and things. We're like God, like God, what are you doing? How's like how's this supposed to work out? And yet God's like, man, you know, I I really like how he talks about in and I, I forgot I forget where it's at in the New Testament. But he talks about how that, you know, you have to be pure, like that he he refines you and that, you know, sometimes like gold has to go through the fire a little bit. And it takes the tough and it takes the the, the pressure and the heat to get the purity out of it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and maybe that's kind of what was happening right here um, with, with Zachariah and, and, you know, and Mary yeah. when we look at well, it. They had the pressure put on us for sure. You know, it kind of reminds me when, when we started Rafter Cross. You know, I, I agreed to help plant the church 
but I told him that I would not be a pastor of a church. Um, my granddad's a pastor, my dad's a pastor. I didn't want to be a pastor at all. Right. Or a preacher, as a matter of fact. I wanted to be just a lay person in the background helping get things going. Then God one day, because I told him I'll do anything you want me to do. Right. You know, I had submitted my life, and he said, you're going to preach. And I didn't know at the time what a tremendous blessing and opportunity it would be. Right. And and I think all this ties back in, and, and really what I think the title of this whole thing should be. Cause, and there's one thing that I think takes happens in all three situations it happens it happened in your situation happens in the situation with Zachariah happens in the situation with Mary is the will to submit um because because in that situation like you know even though that Mary got this news she had to literally submit and say okay I like I like I don't understand how this is going to happen I don't understand like any of the any of the other parts of it but I'm like I've got to submit and I've got to say okay look there's I'm I'm gonna have to this the city this is happening like this is happening one way or another and she had to just take that information and, and say all right look I, I don't un- really understand this and I don't understand why it's happening or why why I was chosen for this but saying God I, I mean you know if if I truly believe in you I believe like man we're, we're gonna we're gonna get through this yeah that's right. And it says right here, I'm just looking at the scripture right here. It says, the angel told her, for nothing is impossible with God. Amen to that. impossible. You know, and and Mary responded, even though all this stuff was rolling around her head, I'm sure, and this great big bombshell's been dropped on her, and and probably the thought process of what's Joseph going to think? You know, I'm thinking right. to turn up pregnant, and I got a fiance, and and what? I mean, you think about that nowadays, right? You know, right. You know what, what would happen? She probably would have been left. You know? Right. Well, I mean, if you know, it's kind of. I mean, look, look at it from my side. If I had a fiance, and all of a sudden she says, yeah. you know, I'm pregnant, and I, and I know that we haven't, you know, done anything. Like, I'm gonna be like, okay, this, like, you know. That's right. You know, I, I, it'd be really hard for me to believe <laughs> to, to be like, oh yeah, you know. That's right. I mean, that, that's I thought about that, but and it was no different in that time. No, no, no different. And what's interesting, not interesting, but what's amazing is Mary responded, "I am the Lord's servant." And she right. submitted willingly to all this information. She's been dumped on her, you know. She said, even though it seemed crazy, yeah, impossible, right. You know, and she said, "May everything you have said about me come true." Man, so, and cool. and and that's so cool. But I, and I think, and you say, "Well, what does this have to do with my life? How can I apply that? How can I take something?" And you know, there's things that ha- there's things that happen in life. Um, and I think Mr. Billy can attest to this: is that oh, I just called you Mr. Billy. What's got? Yeah. Like, I'm, 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 I don't know why. Just because we're on the podcast, make me feel old, son. Right, right. Um, I, I think Bill can attest to this is just that um, it's every day you know every day there's new things that happen in life we don't understand why things happen why why does this have to happen whether it's good or bad like some I mean it's real easy when an unexpected blessing comes on you're like oh man this is great everything's but whenever something that's not so great comes upon we're like oh why God why what like we have to remember that there's good and like the 
there's going to be tough things and, and, and God's going to call you outside your comfort zone and there's going to be things that are there but you just have to spend and say God like I don't understand why you're doing this I don't understand what's happening but at the end of the day if, if, if I'm going to follow you like I'm going to trust that you've got a plan for this and that I like you know when, when she said hey I'm I'm your servant man when, when you're somebody's servant like hey you're going to do whatever they ask you to do that's right. you know um, and that's just like I think that's so key that that we really think about that. That's right. You know, she she willingly obeyed. You know, that's that's a hard thing to do. You know, because a lot of times in the world we live in, we want to see what we're gonna get out of something. But I, what I say is, don't wait to see the bottom line. You know, before offering your life to God, just give Him what you got and be willing. And and you know, even if the outcome seems disastrous, you know, with nothing's impossible with God. Right, right, and and I, I think we have to, and there's a major part right there. And, and before we kind of close out of this deal, is it says nothing, nothing's impossible with God. Yeah. I think a lot of times we remember. Okay, well, well, yeah, yeah, you, okay. you, 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 you said it. No, 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 you, you said it. You said it right. Let's not leave God out. This um, but everybody says, well, I know God says that that um, you know, nothing's impossible or that uh, all these things, but. You have to remember, like that's one of those things. It's a, it's a, not a parallel, but a, um, it's, it's, it's a conjunction. Like you, you have, you have to have with one of these things, you have to have the other. Uh, and I might have totally used the wrong gr- grammatical word for that. I don't know, but it's not just hey, I, nothing's impossible. No, it's nothing is impossible with God. And whenever we are faced with a situation and things like that, if we're going to try to deal with it ourselves, well, yeah, we like it, we may not make it through it that way. Like there's. I mean, if, if if we do, it's going to be a whole lot tougher. And But yet nothing's impossible with God. Like when we've got God with us, it may not turn out the way we think it should, but still that we have to realize, hey, two and two make four. Like, hey, nothing's impossible. All right, listen, guys, nothing is impossible with God. That's let's right. Make sure we get that so, right. So, so, so look, 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 that means keep God. Yeah, keep keep God right there. Look, let's just let's stick with that. And if you get anything out of this, just remember that nothing is impossible with God. So, man, uh, Poppy, I'm so glad that you guys finally joined me. That I, I'm down here for a few days and I'm getting to hang you, out. And uh, well, well, like I said, hey, and. Uh, I told him the other day it took me leaving for him to come actually realize how much he missed me and that he wanted to cook for me. I was like, man, I should I should have like hung around three or four months they, and then just come you back. Gotta let something go for it to come back or something like yeah, that. Yeah, if if what is it? If you truly love something, let it go. That's and right. if it's meant to be, it comes back. Well, look, I'm back. And <laughs> um, yeah, guys, look, um, I hope y'all have a great week. Like I said, I'm still sending my prayers and condolences up there to all the family and friends of Ashley and um, the UTM Rodeo team in, in Tennessee High School Rodeo, guys. Uh, so y'all, y'all are in our thoughts and prayers. And if there's anything I can do, please reach out to me. But guys, I'm so pumped. I hope you have a great week, and I hope you remember that nothing is impossible with God. Y'all have a great week. I love y'all. I'm out. Bill, I enjoyed it. Hey, y'all. See y'all later. Thank you for having me, Tilly. All right. Peace. Peace.